not here to hold me down anymore. I'm unchained. <laughs> Poor Sean. What is he doing? He's watching the new Harry Potter movie? Yeah, something like that. That sounds Sean-like. I, I can't believe the guy who plays Quidditch in real life would go watch a Harry Potter movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. Uh, I was willingly not watching them, and then uh, I ended up watching three of them with my last girlfriend. So In like a row or what? I Yeah, I think it was like some trade-off. Like she was willing to do or watch something or play I mean even play a game with me right. that I really wanted to play and the trade off was I had to watch the Harry Potter movies because I, I mean, told her I didn't watch them on purpose because when I used to keep my hair really short and I was younger people <laughs> said I looked like Harry Potter and I was just like fuck I'm sick of it I don't want to watch this shit yeah and then she when I told her that and she worked at a video store she was like I hate you right now we're watching them just just get in the <laughs> living room we're gonna watch Harry Potter right now that's really good well, there you go. How did you like them? Eh, they're all right. <laughs> yeah, I could see me saying the exact I, same thing. I watched them and I was like, I, before I went, I'm like, all right, I know I'm going to like Hagrid. I know I'm going to like the, the guy that Alan Rickman plays, Snape. Yeah. And then I'll just roll the die on the rest. And I was like, pretty much spot on. Hi, Bagel. Jesus. <laughs> Hi, Bagel. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> is he on camera at least yeah a little bit yeah he flew in and he is already gone like pet Thanks, me Pat. fucker and then he, he leaves <laughs> <laughs> yep good old kittens also I should say we're live I had a feeling I saw the feed okay fair enough fair enough uh, welcome to top down perspective you're Weekly show about everything in the world of gaming. Everything irreverent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Paul. With me is John. Yo. Uh, Sean is somewhere in a fantasy world, just having googly eyes at balls flying around in midair. I I don't know fucking anything about Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Close yeah. Yeah. I mean. Everything it worse. You could say John, ha- or, or is it? You could said Sean has a broom up his ass right now as he enjoys the next movie from right. Harry Potter. I mean, that's a common thing for Harry Potter fans, right? Shoving brooms up their asses. I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. Isn't that a yeah, meme? Probably a meme. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the new Harry Potter meme to shove a broom oh, yeah, up your right. ass. Like the fucking like. <laughs> Like the cinnamon challenge, but for Harry Potter fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How far can you get it up there? Oh, God. <laughs> Surprisingly, you know what? We're not going to continue this train of thought. Every every time Sean misses, I know that like his heart breaks if he listens to what we do. <laughs> <laughs> every single time, because we just shoot the shit. It's yeah. I mean. Okay, this is going to be hard for me because I didn't really play anything this week. So, John, what have you been playing this week? Uh, Mario Kart Double Dash. Dope. All right. So, I have, uh, I guess I'll talk about this because I threw it out half-handedly a while ago. Uh, I'm running a, another tournament at our local video game store, Video Game Trader. Yeah. And this time around, it's a Mario Kart uh, gauntlet. Each round is a different Mario Kart, starting with Mario Kart 8 and going all the way back to the original Mario Kart for the finals. Mm-hmm. So I realized I had 
pretty much everything unlocked on 8. Uh, everything unlocked on Wii. And N64 didn't have anything to unlock except for 150. No, Mirror Mode, I think. Because I think Special Cups even unlocked by default. Oh, weird. And okay. I have to double check my Super, Super Mario Kart file, but the, everything should be unlocked there. But I didn't have a save for Double Dash anymore because my memory card where I had it completed, I lost. In the move? So, uh, no, uh, one of the many moves. Oh, okay. I lost it when I was still in university. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so I uh, I had a stream file where I had played like three of the cups on 150cc already, and two of them I had golds and one was a silver, so I was like, all right, cool, I can just save myself some trouble. I forgot how much you have to do in Double Dash. I've actually because... played it once ever at a friend's house. I've never owned it. So when you when you get the game, you have the choice between 50, 100, and 150cc. Yeah. And there's three cups. If you beat... Give me a second. It's going to take me a bit of this. If you remember, if you beat Star Cup on 100cc, okay. you unlock Special Cup. Okay. If you beat Special Cup on 150cc, you unlock All Cup Cup. Or whatever it's called, all track cup. <laughs> okay, sure. And I I can't remember what the hell it's called. All uh, cup is the best name ever. So we're going with that. But it's it's literally every single track in the game. So you have a a series of sixteen races in a row. Okay. And if you beat that on 150 CC, you unlock mirror mode. <laughs> okay. Which is then like all it's the new CC, but all the tracks are reversed. And then you beat all those, and you're done the game. Okay, so how far in this are you? I'm done. Oh, you did all of it. Okay. Yeah, I finished yesterday, I think. Okay. I It was a lot easier than I remember it being. I was actually surprised that I had very little trouble with Double Dash unlocking everything. Hmm. Is that because the more recent ones are just harder? No, I'd argue they're easier. I just didn't... I don't know why. It just <laughs> felt like this time around it clicked. You had like a mental block maybe where you were just like thinking that it was really hard because you weren't used to those games when you played it originally or something. But I, now... Maybe. I don't know. I, I remember a while ago I trained for a TRG tournament we did and it was Double Dash. So I, I got really good. I had one of my friends like come up and train me because she played the shit out of Double Dash. Okay. And I guess I figured out like what combination to use because of that. And just I cruised through single player unlocking everything. The the only real problem was doing the all cup or the all star cup or whatever you want to call it. Uh, the all the mode with all all four uh, cups in it because it takes <laughs> about forty minutes to do that, and that's <laughs> just the racing parts. That's not counting loading, changing tracks, etc. Okay. Hmm. So yeah, and then I had to unlock everything. I went through that four times in each different uh, CC class. So. That actually just sounds monotonous <laughs> to me. Yeah, I, the funny thing was the the last thing I left for myself was all the races on 50cc because yeah. I had done everything else. So it was just like I'm on the easiest difficulty where I can where I barely have to pay attention. Yeah. I'm gonna load up a video and just kind of drive like this. Yeah. What video did you watch? I caught up. I watch a lot of pundits, so I caught up on pundits and stuff okay. like that. Okay. A lot of le left wing comedians. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, that is pretty much it. We've been busy because we're leaving next week yeah. to go away for American Thanksgiving. So we've been scrambling to get a lot of work done beforehand. 
uh we recorded we got to record a lot more america's next top model for reese's channel before right. we go that that hot hot series yeah yeah uh it's actually been doing really well that's the best part sure of course it's so weird <laughs> that's a great uh, series and uh i have to like fit in like a stream because tomorrow we're gonna be doing resident evil 6 are we yeah, I yeah, I think so. Um off air I have to tell you about a thing I forgot I have to do tomorrow, but it shouldn't cool. affect anything. If we have the reschedule, I'm cool with it. I'm just stating that I am free tomorrow to do that if you are. I definitely want to do Resident Evil 6 tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And on Sunday I'm going to be doing uh the charity catch-up stream cuz last week we did a charity stream. Yeah. To ra- to raise money for direct relief and we raised a lot more than I expected. And we did that by having people, if they donated enough money, that I'd be forced to play a game. And it turned into a bidding war of people trying to force me to play games. So now I have another 13 games to play through on another charity catch-up stream. That's great. So that'll be Sunday. So that probably cool. won't be a fortune cookie then in that case. I think I speak for everybody when I say, why the fuck did you think that not that many people would force you to play games by Look, paying? man, I thought, like, I literally <laughs> thought, like, all right, maybe everyone will want to pick different games. Like, maybe, like, they'll slowly ease into it because it was, like, $500 to force a game on me. Dude, you made your fucking goal in, like, 10 minutes. Because <laughs> I didn't expect goal. BK to show up and be like, I've decided the first two games. I've decided your fate tonight. Man, I wish I had the money to just be like, you know what? I own this stream now. You're playing this. <laughs> See, that's I like I set the goal low because I was like, I legit don't know what to expect. But at the same yeah. time, I was like, I know this will make people donate because they love to fuck with me. For sure. And sure enough. I mean, you got to play to your strengths, right? That's true. Yeah. And apparently my strength was Kaizo Mario because it fucking came up twice. It came up twice? <laughs> Yeah, I think it almost came... No, wait, no. I played it three times. But, I mean, let's be honest. You even or told no, me, like, a week before that you're like, I gotta get Kaizo ready. <laughs> like, yeah. you knew. I, I was expecting Kaizo 1, but then they, they threw a curveball, and they're like, do Kaizo 2 or 3? Oh. So I, I did Kaizo 2, and I I never did finish that for the LP, because I quit the LP halfway through, because that was around the same time I stopped going to something awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And so I yeah, know that... uh, Homer was playing some Act oh, yeah. Zero Homer with was... you. We did Bomber Act Zero, <laughs> and Homer was in there. Yeah. Some other uh, someone tweeted me today that they had bought a copy of Bomber Act Zero. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking game, man. It's still fun. It's still fun. Sure, but every time I see it, I'm like, I hate this aesthetic so fucking oh, the, much. The aesthetic's terrible. I hate it so fucking much. <laughs> every time I see it, I'm like, ugh. But, like, yeah, Bomberman is just fun in any iteration, really. Exactly. That's why I don't mind too much. Fair enough, yeah. Plus, it's broken as all hell with infinite bombs, so. Yeah, that's pretty good. But, yeah, that seemed to be a good success, so. Your stream there. To the point where you have to catch up. Kind of I know, and... The worst part was I was like fucking panicked. I think I gave a couple people, a couple of mods and helpers, a bit of a heart attack with some of the shit, but we got through it, and that's the important thing. I mean, I'm just gonna say right away, I know Tenmar, and I like when things were going the way they were going. I'm like, I bet he is fucking going crazy right now. Oh yeah, he was going nuts. Good old Tenmar. 
Good old Denmar. We probably wouldn't have gotten through that without him <laughs> as smoothly, I think. No, I yeah, I probably agree. Tenmar the Rock. That's what I call him, the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. The first time we start that. Nothing shakes him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cool. I think that's been it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been running Resident Evil a lot more. Uh, if you want to watch Resident Evil, you can go to my Twitch, and if I'm live, it'll be that. <laughs> Pretty much. HD version, right? Well, everything. I'm getting ready for that week-long extravaganza of like a hundred and some hours because I forgot that technically for Resident Evil 2, it parts of Leon A and Leon B and Claire A and Claire B are canon, so I have to play that game four times, Oops. technically. I forgot about that. Whatever. It's no big deal. Game's fun. Uh, let's move on to news. What everybody comes to this podcast for, obviously. <laughs> gaming news you can use. This week in gaming, Sombra was released. Yay! And uh, more importantly, maybe, like, a bunch of new mo the new modes and that map and all that shit. That's I've been hearing now. the new modes have actually been pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of the only thing that interests me. From for those stuff. who don't, yeah. For those who don't know, uh, there's new modes. There's a three v three mode. There's a one on one mode. Oh, God, what else did they add? There was another one as well. But I, those are the only ones I remember people talking about were the three v three and the one v one. Yeah, the like arcade basically. Yeah, is out for that or whatever. I can't remember either. The I was watching a little bit of the three v three. That's that's probably the way that game should be played. <laughs> Just straight up. Mm -hmm. it, it just looks funner that way to me. So that's cool. I like when they do things to make games fresh again. So I'll take a look at it at some point. Uh, if you like wanted to try Overwatch and you don't own it this weekend, the 18th to the 21st, was it? Or the 20th? Uh, uh, 21st. 20th. Is it 21st? <laughs> okay. Till the Monday patch, probably. Uh, is a free weekend, so you can go ahead and play Overwatch for free this weekend. If you're hearing this, you might be too late, depending when mm -hmm. this came out. Well, it's <laughs> definitely too late because most people aren't listening tonight because they're probably playing Pokemon Sun and Moon, which actually came out uh, in nine minutes in our time zone, but in otherwise hour, it's yeah, out in two most hour, of North America. Like two hours ago, yeah. Like, I'm actually surprised to see Hebrew Lantern's name in the chat here because... Well, I was going to say, one of the first things he said was the word Pokemon, so. Yeah. Or is that the last thing he said? Never mind. I mean, knowing him, it'll be the first and last thing he's ever said, so it's fine. You're right. This motherfucker ordered both of the games, like, pre-ordered the actual, like, case, and mm -hmm. then bought it again on the eShop just so he could download it exactly at midnight Eastern and start playing it before he got the did the... That's copies. fucking dedication. That's dedication. I yeah. can never do that. Although, like, I'm looking at like the Mario Maker for 3DS, and I'm like, man, a digital version on my 3DS would be great. <laughs> yeah. But I want a physical version. Yeah. I don't want to buy it twice. Do you think that'll be good? No. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't either. What do you think half, Sun and half, Moon? Half will the be? good features that are you gone. need for Mario Maker are gone, or you need internet connectivity. Yeah. Apparently it comes loaded with I think they said a hundred stages, so at least it's a game's length. Yeah. 
but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's good because the other game didn't really do that. So you had to download no. everything. But I mean, that's what you wanted to do. And like, let's be real. When you got Mario Maker, you weren't like, gee, I wonder if Nintendo put a hundred levels in here. You were like, no, I want to see what like, I don't know, random dude on the internet did. So yeah. It works. It's fine. As for Sun and Moon, yeah, I mean, it's going to do good. It's the fucking Pokemon, man. But for you, do you care? For me, I don't give a shit about like the main Pokemon games anymore. Okay. I only I've realized uh, I mainly enjoyed the spinoff games. So I liked Pokemon Go. Uh-huh. I like Pokemon Snap. I like Pokemon Pinball. I like Pokemon um, Pinball I, is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And what's that other one? Like Rumble was all right, too. That was OK. You one. know what? Rumble was fine for what that was. Rumble World or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I played a lot of that, actually. <laughs> Yeah, so I found, like, I get way more enjoyment out of the spinoff Pokemon games than I do the actual Pokemon games. And that's probably because I've hung around too many fucking people that min-max that shit to kill any enjoyment I have out of it. Fucking amen. I was having this exact conversation with people today while I was at work, just, like, typing furiously about <laughs> how Pokemon lost its coolness, man, because people care too much about, like the Pokemon abilities and Eevees and Ivies and all this bullshit. It's like, nah, you got to look at the Pokemon and be like, that's a cool ass Pokemon. And then use that. Even if it's garbage. <laughs> I, uh, I believe was it sun and moon set the, uh, Nintendo pre-order record or something. No, it was the sell through record. They, they sell through 10 million copies. Yeah. That's in the first week, which is ridiculous. That's like, fucking insane. Keep in mind. That's, that just means ship. That doesn't mean bought, but I yeah. think, it's probably going to shatter Pokemon records. And that's mainly thanks to Pokemon Go kind of rejuvenating everyone's love of Pokemon. For sure. So, quick question. How much do you think Emil will be talking about this game when you see him next? Oh, God, I see him in like two <laughs> weeks. Oh. You're going to be right in the heart of the oh, fucking God story. damn it, I've never been next to him when a new Pokemon game comes out. Oh, fuck. I didn't even think of this. You've totally ruined my week now. That's <laughs> what I do, John. That's what I do. <laughs> Every week on Top Down Perspective. Um, no, yeah. we'll probably end up playing that the Mario Party Star Rush, honestly. He'll he'll talk about Pokemon and most of the time we go out to a restaurant he'll be playing Pokemon, but every now and then he'll probably be like, Let's try the new Mario Party. So nice. at least I'll have that. I mean there's always a silver lining. Every dark Dark, dark cloud. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it looks fine. From what I've seen, I think the Alolo versions of Pokemon look fucking stupid as hell. So, there's that. And Dude, I'm still, I'm I've already caught some shit for I'm saying that. Find it down with Executor. I, I hate that fucking that giant Pokemon. Ass palm tree that's I hate it. That's fucking hilarious. Sure, but I hate it. <laughs> I just don't like it. But, yeah, I'm in the minority. It's fine. I'm a minority. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> this news thing is barely a news thing, but I wanted to bring it up because a friend of the show who was on last week in your stead, actually, Nathan, was looking for an NES classic mini whatever. You know, that thing that Nintendo released that plays those ROMs, basically. The NES Classic. The NES Classic. He was looking for one, and he was so excited last week on Thursday when we were talking about it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get up early, go out tomorrow, and hit the stores and stuff. 
Needless to say, I just talked to him about an hour or two ago. He didn't find one. He's bummed out about it and can't find one anywhere in Calgary. So this news story is essentially saying how Walmart has promised that they're going to continuously stock the NES Classic so people can buy it. I love I love that that's a news article, <laughs> that Walmart is going to stock a product. So Way to good. go, Polygon. Making yeah. us proud. Good job, Polygon. Uh, you got one, right? No. Oh, I thought you so did. Here's the, so here's the thing. I pre-ordered one months ago through Video Game Trader, the local store, the one that I'm running the Mario Kart tournament with. Yeah. His, his like, uh, I was going to say provider, his uh, company that stocks them told him, yeah, you can pre-order. It's fine. And we'll judge accordingly. Right. He got, I think he said 100 something pre-orders. And then the, a week before it came out, he was told, no, Nintendo is not giving you any. Yeah. So at all. No, no one. No, at all. Okay. Nathan was under the impression that video game traders got six. <laughs> they got zero. And the he was saying something about like the video games where your traders probably got like 20 or 30. I'm like, dude, if Walmart only got 30, there's no way video game traders got 30. There's no fucking way. Like, come on. So yeah, Walmart up here, they only got 30 each, which is hilarious. Hmm. Yeah, I guess yeah, people I want that thing. I walked into a Walmart and asked, I'm like, hey, is there any, po- I, I was like, hey, is there any point in me asking about the NES Classic? And the guy would just laugh like, no, no, yeah. there's not. As he just like stared off with a thousand <laughs> yard stare, <laughs> just remembering what happened earlier in the day. People want Nintendo products. Nintendo I don't want to give it to the- them. It's the fucking Furby of this year, the Amiibo of this year, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Like it is. it's the hot toy. Yeah, totally. Okay, so I asked him this question. I'm going to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Or wait, do you even want one, first of all? I'm going to ask you that question. I mean, I wanted it as a novelty. <clears throat> okay. Because, because here's the, And here's <clears throat> the thing. I already have the games. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I'm not going to ask you the question because... What was the question? Well, the question was, why do you want one? But like you oh. just said, it's a novelty for you. So... Yeah. Or whatever. Because for me, like, if you want this because you want, like, all those games or whatever, I still think you're better off just getting, like, a Raspberry Pi, downloading an emulator you, onto it. You really are. Yeah, you just are. <laughs> but let's be let's be real here. You The the NES Classic is what, 80 bucks, 60 bucks? I forget. 80 Canadian, I think? 60 American? That sounds right, yeah. You can get a ton of different ways of getting all the ROMs of the NES yeah. for less than that either on your phone. You can literally buy an original Xbox with a modded and that on there for 40 bucks or less. You can get a PSP with all of it. And then you got a handheld version then for the same thing. Like there's yep. tons of options. This is purely nostalgic. And for those who don't mm-hmm. want to go through that hassle, right. they just like, they want it for their kid so they can relive what they grew up with. They want it for themselves so they can like play the kid, the games they played as a kid. It's just, for most people, it's nostalgia, and Nintendo's smart to do this. Yeah, but they are. a savvy consumer or a savvy like game collector probably doesn't need one. No. I don't need one, but I no. want it for like the, the kitsch value, <laughs> and I also want to like I I have a feeling, and a lot of people have been saying this, they feel supporting it by buying it would probably also lead to a mini SNES, which I think is what a lot more people want. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. More to the point of you saying, like, maybe buying it for their kids because they want their kids to experience, like, their stuff. 
are they really experiencing the NES if they don't get like the games freezing up and shitting out randomly, and then you having to take the cartridge out, losing all your progress, they're, and then they're blowing experiencing in it? the rose col- the rose colored <laughs> version of right. the nostalgia. Right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the big difference, and that does make a difference. It does make a huge fucking difference. Yeah. Otherwise, you get so far in that game and. It took you five hours, and then it just stops working, and there's glitchiness on the screen, so you gotta rip that fucker out and blow into the cartridge, and you lost all your progress, and you have to start all over, and then it glitches out somewhere else. Yeah, there are some bad sounds times. About, sounds about right. But, I mean, that was the experience, right? <laughs> like, that was just the way it went. It was. Yeah. Uh, That's it for news. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, this is going by way too fast. It's been, like, 20 <laughs> minutes. <clears throat> all right. Let's slow it down a little bit. Let's do some questions. All right. Don, where can people write in? TDP Podcast on Twitter. Top 10 Perspective on Facebook. Uh, top 10 Perspective at gmail.com and my P.O. Box. Which, right. just, to, just for someone, uh, I have been receiving that letter. That I'm being as vague as possible. Because they will know what I mean, and yeah, you they're in the know. Sean, they're in the know. Yeah, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You know who else is in the know? Mitch Cheddar, who wrote in and said, "Hello, peoples. I wanted to start this question by thank you for putting on this podcast. It spices up my road trips when I'm going to my parents' house and back. What would each of you guys say is the best road trip you have ever been on?" How many road trips do you do? Uh, I used to do a lot more when I actually used to drive to Seattle. That's a true. A lot less now. Uh, I still have a fond memory of when we were driving down the highway <laughs> yep. and blaring Dragon Force, and so then a good. flock of birds flew out our car. <laughs> yeah, that was that really, was really good. pretty good. That was at like 6 in the morning, too. It was stupid yeah. early. Well, maybe 7, but yeah. It was, it was pretty 6 and 7. I think we grabbed... Uh, your friend at like six six thirty, and then we got out of town around seven. Yeah, man, that was early. And those birds, what the fuck were they doing? Why? Why did they, they were decide? Just standing in the middle of the road, and then they just flew at the car. <laughs> Why did they decide at that one moment? <laughs> oh man, he was so young, <laughs> little Billy Bird. <laughs> he was so young. <laughs> <laughs> Rolled across the hood. Um, yeah, wow. this. <laughs> the Seattle trips were totally like the best because not only were they a fun time to just like drive around in cars with your friends and just like shoot the shit for a while and hang out, but like you were going to a fucking convention after. Like you were on vacation. It was a it's a good time for sure. The worst was the road trip back back to reality. That's the worst. Because then you're tired. Well- yeah, like, the, the exhaustion from the convention is what made that drive yeah. back drag on. The drive there, though, that's always the best, for sure. Because yeah. didn't I do the entire drive there myself, and then the way back, I'm like, I can't. I need <laughs> yep. 20 guys to drive. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was the crummy thing. Like, the last time I did that trip, I did it by myself. No one was with me, both ways. Yeah. Which was great, because I got to blare my own music and not worry about waking anyone up or whatever. But when I got tired, oh my god, I had to stop. When that's the worst is when you actually have to stop. That's true. That is the worst. Stopping is the worst. Never stop. 
always go. Can't stop, won't stop. Also, we saw the mystery machine at that subway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes! Oh my god. That was a that weird sub- trip, actually. Oh my god. That subway is like tradition now. I just stop at that subway hoping it shows up again. That's a that's a creepy subway. Yo, if you're ever in BC in the middle of nowhere and you see a subway, you should stop and eat there. <laughs> the mystery machine might drive by. I can't by. Even remember what town it's called. I think it's, it's just like, out of Golden. Uh, or I think it's a little farther than that. Further than Golden? I think it's like halfway through the BC part of the trip. It might be. It's like not even part of the town, though, right? Like, it's out there it, in like a shack almost. Like No, it is part of the town. Is it? Oh. Yeah. But like, it's one of those towns where it's like you're on the main drag and then like you see like little like businesses oh, yeah. scattered around. And then it's like, oh, there's like a subway like not attached to anything just kind of out of the way in a little awkward space and then yeah, there's like yeah. a, down the road there's more businesses yeah you're right man those are good times for sure uh, other good trips like family trips were okay because i never had to do any of the driving or like any of that stuff i just would put on headphones listen to my like walkman or whatever and actually that's the first time i ever played pokemon red when it came out i rented it because we went on a family vacation trip in an rv and that just played through all pokemon red so like yeah those were okay but it's totally the convention trips that for me yeah those are the memorable ones like yeah growing up every week we would drive to my grandmother's house we would go there for dinner and then drive back and that was about like a 30 40 minute drive so okay. like every, every week I would have enough time to just play a game or something. Right. But now since I'm adult, I drive everywhere. Like even yeah. like when I was going to university and didn't have a car, I took the C train and usually my ride to work or to school rather was 40 minutes. So plenty of time to do something there too. But yeah. now it's just like, uh, I'm driving. I can't do anything. Oh, the first road trip you ever take with friends when you like can finally drive when you're like 16 that's a good road trip even if it's just like a 40 minute drive somewhere like an hour drive to pick like something up and then come back that's fun the first time you ever go out alone with a bunch of friends or whatever yeah yeah god i that was i think that was for me was when we stuffed all my friends in the trunk of my car because we were just like (laughs) because we were just like all right uh let's see like who we can fit in the trunk of the car because uh we had an Oldsmobile and it was like a pretty big car. Yeah. So everyone was like, and of course we were teenagers. So we were just like, all right, let's do something stupid. Let's just get in the trunk of the car and have John drive around. Cause it was my car. Yeah. So uh, two couples got in the trunk and I just drove around with them in there. So like, they're like laughing and going out whenever I'd go over a bump. (laughs) Well, yeah. Just like, yeah. (laughs) They were laughing until the laughing stopped. (laughs) Yeah. All sounds stuff. I'm like, I want to have fun too. I'm just driving the car. <laughs> Forever alone. Yeah. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done driving? Preferably, like, please don't say I killed somebody in cold blood yeah. and then threw their body in a river. Like, nothing morbid. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't know if I really have an answer to that question. Okay. There's a reason I bring this up because I was thinking okay. of, I was thinking about it about a week ago and I was lamenting the fact that we egged a dude on that was hitchhiking on the highway going oh 80 kilometers God. an hour 
Oh my and god. And I felt so bad about it because I remember that egg hitting him and it sounded like a fucking bullet. Like Oh my god, that would fucking hurt. It probably hurt so goddamn much and I was just thinking how that guy would probably just got off shift at like the factory or something cuz it was in Crossfield where like the sulfur plant is. And like he's probably just trying to walk home and he just had like a shitty day and then these fucking asshole kids just drive by and egg him on the highway. Man, I felt so bad about it. Anyways, that's my answer. <laughs> so there you go. Nice. Yeah. I feel bad about it. <laughs> this Don't hate people. This is your yeah. confession. It's my confession. Boy, I could do a series of stupid things we've done. <laughs> I had some bad like I rolled with a bad crew for a little bit there, and I regret some things, but it's the all worst, funny. The worst thing my group of friends did was they figured out they they stole a bathtub Great. from someone, but they put it on the side of the road, so it was like yeah. they were getting rid of it anyway, so they took the bathtub, and then they uh, took a plunger head and sealed it around the base of the tub and then took it and put it in the ocean to go sailing in it. <laughs> That's great. Did so it work? This is what we we called it the Tub Tanic, and uh, a bunch of guys <laughs> went out in it. It uh, we have we have a video of it. I believe I've shown clips of it on old streams before. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, we actually like they got it worked for a while, and then like eventually either they usually they flipped the tub over and fell in, but there was one time I guess the, it just started taking on water. I guess the seal didn't work very well. This is great. Oh yeah, LED even recognizes. He's like, "Oh, it's that video." <laughs> I'm gonna have to see this at some point because I, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that video. I think I have a digital rip of it still because a couple years back, uh, we were all like, "Does anyone have a like the physical copy of this?" Because I don't think anyone has it. And then our buddy G, uh, different G than the one the friend we know up here, oh, okay. was like, "Yeah, I have a digital rip here." That. That's pretty cool. I would. I wish I still was in contact with my friend who would like record everything that we did because there were some great just like home movie bullshit things that we did and because they were like all in a design class together. A bunch of them. I was went to a different school than them. I just knew like we all went to different schools in high school, but like they went into like a design class or something like that. So like. They were just taping all the time and doing After Effects bullshit over top of it. There's some great just, like, home movie bullshit somewhere, but I don't really talk to that guy anymore since we had a falling out. It's too bad. Mm. Good times. They. I remember we made a movie, and it was the worst. It was the nice. fucking worst, and I wish I that, could get my hands on it. Those are the best, though. Yeah. If I ever can, one day, I will definitely upload whatever i can from that if i can like steal them from him or something but yeah uh anyways back to questions uh yeah road trips ever been on it's definitely the pax ones all right next one comes from bgc candy it says dear tdp as you know tdp's 2016 community game of the year overwatch is a science fiction first person shooter Wait, wait, what? Yeah, I mean, he's he's not wrong. He's just calling the future. He's from the future, obviously. He knows. No, dude, come on. Kenny, you know how the vote is going to be. It's going to be Pokemon. Let's be real. Actually, you're right. It probably will be Pokemon. Uh... However, would you consider the cast of Overwatch to be made up of superheroes and supervillains? After all, a lot of characters fit within the three basic superhero tropes, superhuman abilities or enhancements, code names, and flashy and recognizable costumes. 
Not all characters fit in all three tropes, but enough do to make you wonder. Or does it not count because ultimately it is a first-person sci-fi shooter and does not fit in a traditional superhero setting and genre? The only reason I say it kind of doesn't fit is because everyone seems to have these abilities in this universe. Okay. Is it considered is it considered superhero when just about everyone has those abilities? But I mean, is everybody it just, does. Is it considered the norm? I mean, they're mostly all enhanced by like robotics with the whole yeah, Omnix and, thing. So yeah, and then there's actual Omnics as well. So the actual. But then there's actual type. like in the cartoons and stuff. There's actual just like security guards with guns and shit. Like there's normal. I, dudes. I guess. But, but like yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't call James Bond a superhero. I mean I wouldn't either. I'm with you on that for sure. And I feel like a lot of people fit that trope or like don't like as a result kind of fit the same trope as James Bond would. Yeah, there's I mean some, there's some people they all have gadgets like, basically. I feel like you could probably put 76 and Reaper in hero and villain based on their stories. Like Reaper for sure has some supernatural bullshit going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some other people I would agree, but like some, there's a bunch in the game I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't consider Lucio a superhero. I mean, yeah, I know what you're getting at, but yeah. sure. I don't know. I don't think enough people fit the tropes, personally. Yeah. I, I could... can see why you'd think that, but I, I feel no. I feel that it doesn't work. Yeah. I agree with you, actually. I don't really feel like they're superhero-y or super villainy, really. But I, I can see where that comes from. It's very For comic sure. booky, which <laughs> in in turn is very superhero-y. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna go by their name here. Sandy wrote in and oh, there's a bunch of questions. Okay, says Hey guys, first, thank you to Paul and Sean for answering my questions last week. It was good to know about such gaming opinions as further extended to Nathan, who gives his opinions and who gave his opinions and opinions on so, such topics. So thank you. Uh, a few more questions. Actually, I think she had something specifically for you last week. All right. Let I'll me see. scroll down and see if I can find it. Uh, her question to you was out of, uh, she was telling you, saying how, uh, she wants to go to at least one video game convention that you, Reese, uh, Masse, Emil, Tim, like everybody, your whole crew or whatever goes to because she wants to check out uh, Drone Controllers Live and like hang out and say hi to you guys and all that sort of stuff. But then she basically asks, out of all the conventions you go to, uh, how would you rank, rank them one rank to five? five of them from one to five. Yeah, so uh, PAX East, being, PAX West. One being highest recommendation, five being least. Oof. I'll tell you what I ranked them for you because I answered for you. Thank you. <laughs> Your highest recommended was Bankfest. Easily. Your second was PAX East. No. Okay. What's your second? No, I don't. Uh, I see. I hate doing this because if any of the people who actually work for these cons <laughs> here, right? Uh, I'd probably actually say PAX West. Here's the problem. Okay. Uh, East and West are kind of interchangeable in a way. Right. But the thing is, I've had so many more miserable times getting to PAX East. Right. That I kind of mentally push it lower. And uh, there's things about East I don't like that West does better. And there's and the opposite as well. There's things 
West does that East like I like better in yeah. East and et cetera, et cetera. Because all of East is in one building, mm-hmm. while West is scattered over about six different buildings like that are blocks apart. True. Uh, the problem is like all the hotels are like within walking distance of West, while East you have to take a shuttle or a taxi, unless you're lucky to get the one hotel that's attached or the one that's like three blocks away. Mm-hmm. And usually you're not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I think based on shitty trips alone and like more fonder memories for it, I would actually just put West over East. I had trouble distinguishing myself. which one because I had East second, West third, but I struggled with it a little bit because I was like, well, I know that he liked being able to just drive to Seattle for West. So maybe that would push yeah. it up. But then like... East is the bigger one or whatever, so I don't know. And then I was saying for four and five, Momocon and Combra would seem interchangeable. Fairly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so. I'd, I'd say that. I might give Con Bravo the edge for being Canadian. Sol- yeah, solely based yeah. on the fact that being Canadian and actually having some gaming presence. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Both both in like having a gaming room and actually having like a bunch of gaming vendors. There were there were gaming vendors like uh Momocon as well. I usually end up getting like an equal amount of games from both, but I can use my debit card in the Canadian one, so Canadian gets an edge there. The 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 one reason I would give uh Momocon a bit of a higher edge is because they are the only con out of those five that actually pay for our goddamn trip. Oh yeah. I mean so, there's that. Yeah. And they're they actually have been super nice. They've if they've had any tech issues and our panel's gone awry, they've straight up like rescheduled us during the convention and given us another panel time. They've actually That's been really like good. the most the kindest probably group of people running it that we've ever had to deal with. Right. So like for for like personality alone, I would probably push Momocon near the top. Magfest would still beat it, but like yeah. Gotcha. I mean, we all agreed like yeah. that. Magfest was all, probably all five one. cons are excellent. All five cons are excellent. Now, the other thing that we were talking about, like as this question came up, Sean, Nathan, and I, is that like I think this person lives in like Australia or something, like quite far, which is why they okay. haven't made it out to one of these conventions. That's which fair. one would you recommend if they ha- could of- only pick one? Magfest, like hands down. Like Magfest is like a super ahead first place. Okay. It's for it's the longest. It's four days. It's twenty four hours during those four days. So it's That's true. it's always running. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a shit ton of games. There's a shit ton of concerts. It's a party convention, so like everyone stays in the hotel or in the area and they just you don't ever have to go to your room if you don't feel tired. Yeah. Like I can't recommend Magfest enough. Even last year, which was a bit of a lackluster year, or this year rather, uh, was still good. So I will always recommend Magfest until the one year we have that's absolutely terrible. Cool. I said East just because if you're visiting America, you should like Boston's a cool last city oh, with yeah. a lot of history to check out. Yeah, for like location wise, if you want to actually see America, Boston or Seattle. Yeah. But I think the one benefit of being at Magfest is you can go to Washington DC and like see You're the right. White House. You're right. Like that. So yep. They've all got merits in that. That's true. I, I mean, Comparable where... doesn't. Let, like, let's be yeah, honest. I was gonna say that's where I <laughs> I penalize Con Bravo because it's in Hamilton, which is like 
Yeah. I'm sorry, it's kind of a shithole. Dude, it's a shithole. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, every Canadian knows. <laughs> it's fine. But, uh, I mean, yeah, there's nice people out there. Love you, Hamilton. Yeah. Okay, anyways, this week's questions. Um, Number one, what is your favorite song or songs from a video game? Mine are A Thousand Words in Final Fantasy X2, Someday the Dream Will End, and To Xanarkand from Final Fantasy X, uh, and Eyes on Me from Final Fantasy VIII. Those are great choices, just as a side note. Um, favorite song, like, the Zelda Overture is just, like, one of the most classic things that always makes me smile when I hear, like, an orchestra played or something. It's just so fucking good. Every time. I love it. See, the problem is I listen to a lot of game soundtracks <laughs> as it is, so I don't think I can lock down one. Right. Because I like if I'm driving my car and like the Payday Two soundtrack comes up sure. or the Bionic Commando rearm anything Simon Vicklin's done, I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm there. This is a great drive now. Yep. Uh, then there's like classic games I like the songs for. Like, I like the God Hand soundtrack. I like the No More Hero soundtrack, which is the same group. Yeah, I can't lock it down to one. Okay. I mean, you gave a few options there, so it's probably better than one. But for me, it's always the Zelda, like, overture. It's always that. It's just classic to me. Zelda's always a safe. safe Every answer. single time. Like, other than that, I don't know. Um, Silent Hill, like, the stuff Akira mm. Yamoka has done is just fucking dope. Um, what else was there? I had a list of, like, a bunch of stuff. Metal Gear stuff is great because it's just super orchestrated to, like, the parts of the game that are ridiculous, and they make me remember dumb parts, and, like, yeah, the, the way the music swells and stuff is so fucking good. Snake Eater theme is just so good. It's, that is it's, an excellent song. It's too good. Uh, that whole game soundtrack's pretty good. Yeah. To Zanarkand or Adzarnakind, depending on where you're reading, or the, the translation for that song from Final Fantasy X is like the most heartbreaking, depressing song when you know the context of where it's played in that fucking game. <laughs> like, there's some great music out there for sure. Uh, question number two Has there ever been a game you guys wanted, but no matter what, you couldn't find it at either a convention or local game shop, and you had to buy it on eBay? If yes, what game was it, and how much did you pay? I'm just going to answer right now, no, there hasn't. I mean, so here's the thing for me for collecting. I started buying stuff on eBay. Yeah. And then uh, eventually when I started going to conventions and went to more like stores that sold retro games, I just exclusively s stuck to buying them from stores. In fact, like the other day, like two days ago, was probably the first time I bought a game on eBay in like a decade maybe yeah probably less than that probably more like seven six years but still like a long ass <laughs> time sure uh yeah so like because the, the problem is depending on the console you'll get you'll get knockoffs my right. friend tom he bought a copy of earthbound it was fake yeah uh i my copy of castlevania aria of sorrow was a fake and i got that in 2003 or four yeah. Just like, I don't know, it sucks. And I've, I've also had the problem where I've ordered games off of eBay and they didn't show up. Either because the seller didn't send them or customs sent them back or the person fucked up the address for like a ton of reasons. Yeah, I think the last the last one I had bought 
prior to that was either uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers 2 for a friend or one of the CDI Zeldas. Cool. Yeah, I have a problem just online shopping in general, unless it's a digital thing. I like when I spend money to, like, be holding a thing, basically. I don't know. I don't even, I don't usually order stuff myself, so the answer for me is just no. Uh, third question. Has there ever been any movie you watch in which you heard the music you liked that much you had to download it? If yes, what was it? And this is an easy answer for me. Uh, Tron Legacy. Oh, that's a good answer, too. For me, it was the Scott Pilgrim vs. The World soundtrack. I fucking loved that soundtrack and movie. Nice. Yeah, it's funny. I say Tron Legacy, yet reconfigured the remix album is way better. Hmm. But yeah, that was like one of the first movie scores I ever downloaded. I have that, and I have, I think, the uh, Inception one. The Inception one is surprisingly good. Yeah. It is, actually. You're right. Tron Legacy is a great answer. That's a really good uh, Fourth. Okay, final question that they sent in. Unrelated to video games, what genre of music are you guys into? Uh, I'm kind of in everything except for country, but lately I've been leaning heavy on electronica, dance, so EDM, uh-huh. and uh, like hard alternative. I like... Anything with instrumentation, mostly. I'd lean against electronic, unless it's really good. So. And that is all. Thanks for answering. Hope you guys have a great week. Thank you. Nice. Next one comes from uh, Mr. Hebrow Lantern. Oh, no. Here we go. (laughs) All right. Hebrew Lantern writes, Hey, TDP, how dare Sean insult my favorite games? If he isn't talking bad about the Mario and Sonic at the Olympics or ruining the illusion of Pokemon being real, I feel like Sean makes fun of everything I love. To be fair, that is true. Tell me about Uh, it. (laughs) Yeah, This breaks my heart. Sean, are there any other games you'd like to ruin for me? Perhaps you can insult Splatoon or talk about how bad Pokemon is some more. Wait, why is he? Why was Sean insulting Pokemon? Isn't he the one who plays Pokemon the Yo, most out of the three of us? Pokemon or Sean fucking loves Pokemon. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we'll have to ask Sean that next week, or I am not here next week. It's going to be you guys at you asking him that in that case. Oh, I uh, will. To, to John and Paul, what are some things that Sean has ruined for you? Podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> The worst part is you beat me to it. <laughs> it's okay. Sean doesn't actually we, listen we, to anything we, we say. We love so. you, Sean. We, we swear we love you. Uh, no, nothing. Not really. Oh, I. Like, no, I, is, I, I can't legit think of anything. I'm trying to think. What is there was something ruined? When we actually worked together in the store, there was something he kept talking about nonstop that I cannot remember. Uh, that he uh, kind of turned me off of, but I can't remember what the hell it was, and it clearly wasn't a big deal. Hmm. Okay, I'll give you a legitimate answer. Okay. When he talks about, like, when he plays a game that I haven't played yet that I'm looking forward to, and he likes it, and he just, like, over-talks the shit out of it, I'm usually left disappointed. <laughs> you got something, you, you actually gave me something. Okay. And it's the exact opposite. When he absolutely despises a game okay. that you may like, and he just shits on it nonstop and calls you an idiot for hit- liking it. <laughs> I mean, that. yeah, that is Sean, for sure. Yeah. 
So I guess podcasting is the answer. <laughs> so. Oh, <laughs> it's okay like i said he doesn't listen to what we put out <laughs> uh see you next week sean matthew writes in and says i'm not here fuckers good luck <laughs> matthew wrote in and said vegetables have become alive and sentient and have gone to war with one another which vegetable army do you join i mean probably the killer tomatoes considering they made a movie and a tv show about them I mean the carrots. We'll see everything coming. So it'll be Yeah, they help your eyesight. Also we'll be super orange. Because that's a thing that actually happens so, if you, you know, eat too many camouflage. carrots. Actually, no, that's bad because that means that's insinuating I'm eating carrots, which it means I'm eating my own army. So I probably would want to go with like broccoli or some other random vegetable and then eat the carrots to gain their powerful eyesight. I think that's how that works. <laughs> I think we've officially put too much thought into this. Also, eating tomatoes helps your heart. It might be good for your prostate. I think I read something like that. So, I mean, you're actually gaining health by eating the other I, army. I just like ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm going to say broccoli. All right. Yeah. Okay, there's something special about our last question. It's from oh, Facebook. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the special thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, I remember reading this, too. Daniel writes in and says, Hey, guys, I wonder if you ever still collect questions from here, but I guess we'll find out. Good to hear from Nathan again last week, but I was a little disappointed that he there was no work time fun on his game list. Good Lord. Work time uh, fun. So in that vein, I was wondering what games you have spent way too much time playing for what they were and why. For what they were? Like, it, I I take this to mean something like, is there, a, like, a really boring or shitty game that you keep playing nonstop or, like, played a lot more than you expected you would have? Oh, I see. And I know Sean would immediately say, yeah, John played through 99 Nights. <laughs> yeah. That's John's answer. Yeah. Is that your answer? No. Yeah, don't give him the, don't give him the satisfaction of knowing your answer <laughs> without him being here. What? Hmm. This is actually a really... This stumped me. You know what? I'm actually going to say Turtles in Time. Because okay. it's like a, a game you can beat in like 30 minutes. And I've played and beaten it like numerous times. It doesn't get any different. It's just fun. I'm going to say like Terraria maybe? That's another... That's a good answer. Oh shit. That's not good. Steam just started up in big picture yep. mode, and I don't nice. see... I can't I, see anything. I love how your reflection went dark, too, because of it. <laughs> Great. Exit Steam. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, Steam. Not now. Not now. Oh, man, that scared the shit out of me. My screen went black. I'm like, well, I guess podcast's over, and there's like... <laughs> more whatever sound it makes. Pick a random game John LP'd. I mean... I would assume you like those games, though. So. Yeah, I like those. And they're, like very few of them are bad games. There are some bad games. Sure. But very few of them are bad. Sure. All right. Good question, though, because I've never actually considered that specific type of game before where you're just like, this is kind of like 
monotonous or dumb or whatever, but I just can't stop doing it. Hmm. Cool. I guess that's it for this week. All right. We're free. Games of the week, then we're free. Yeah, what's your game of the week? Double Dash, because it's all I played. I mean, yeah, mine's Resident Evil, that's all I play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said something on Twitter that was a bit inflammatory, so I'm just going to clarify. I played Owlboy, but I don't find it good enough to talk about. So, have a good week, everybody. We'll see that's you later. That's how you end the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, fuck, whatever. Let's talk about Owlboy for two seconds here. That game is fucking beautiful. It leaves a great first impression. The music is amazing. I find the gameplay and characters boring, and there's nothing that keeps me wanting to come back to it. It feels like I'm trying to force myself through it at this point. So, I just don't like it. It's not a game for me. (laughs) And it's infuriating to see how it's a game for literally everybody else in the world. But that's not a game for me. I don't like it. Good night. You heard it here first. <laughs> Paul hates fun. I hate fun. I hate it so fucking much, you guys. Holy shit. I hate having fun. But, yeah, no. I don't know. Let's not talk about the ending. I mean, I haven't even gotten to the ending because I'm trying to push myself past, like, the third hour of it. I hate it. <laughs> it's just not fun. The level design's boring. It's all predicated around the fact that you're carrying around your friends that are doing all the work for you so then it's like well is this a character or is this a tool and it's kind of both it's kind of like you're just floating a gun around and shooting randomly and then changing another gun because you don't care about the owl boy you don't care about the guy shooting because they're kind of just a tool for you to get around these shitty environments that look beautiful you know what this has gone too far we gotta stop this madness i'm impressed (laughs) i won't be here next week i'm gonna be in the states Bye. <laughs> if you're in Calgary Saturday, there's the Mario Kart tournament video game trailer. Please go. Bye. Bye.